This is Spice Radio 1200 AM and you're tuned in to the Morning Buzz. You're with me, Natasha, with me, Mankaran and Marasia. Restaurants and bars are bracing for the largest alcohol tax increase in 40 years. We're looking at a 6.4% jump and talking about beerflation, we have Ian Tostenson, president and CEO of BC Restaurant and Food Services Association giving us his insight this morning. A very good morning to you, Ian. You as well, Natasha. How are you? Awesome, but uh, this news is kind of uh, giving me the jitters because we're looking at inflation all around us, and now we're looking at the six point four percent jump on our happy juices. So, what is the industry saying about this? Well, we're not happy, and you're right; it's the largest increase in, in uh, excise tax in forty years. Now, um, so it doesn't mean so the kind of the good news is it doesn't mean that prices will go up at retail. You know, six percent. So the excise tax is scheduled to go up April first by six point three percent. The excise tax goes up every year by inflation, and and up until this point, it hasn't been a big issue. It's been up like two percent last year in the same force. We didn't really notice it, but so it's applied at the point of production, and then it flows through. So you know, the the retail effect could be on a six pack of beer, it might. An extra ten or twelve cents at retail, so likely fifteen cents, and it probably means twenty-five cents on a bottle of wine, and it could mean a dollar or so on a bottle of spirits. But you know, I think the the point is is that um, it's really hard for restaurants to pass this on. It's equally as hard for us to to absorb it. But I think the federal government is being a bit unrealistic here by. Contributing to inflation, um, we suggested that they that, that this year, because it's an anomaly year, is hold it at three percent. And we've got our fingers crossed that maybe this afternoon in the federal budget um, there might be an alteration. There's been a lot of pressure on the federal government to do something, but so far, of course, we wouldn't we wouldn't hear anything until the budget. So let's hope for the best on that one. Now you did mention this is like an automatic annual tax that is that happens every year. So this was expected, but why is it more than three times the usual increase? Yeah, um, I guess you know it's it's hard to say why um, and, and when. I don't know when they put it in as an automatic um, adjustment, uh, but what I think they didn't. Expect is you know I don't think any of us did you know inflation as to where it's been right now, and so um, I guess the frustrating part for us is is that we we spend a lot of time trying to convince them otherwise, and um, so we'll see. I mean we'll we'll it will know in a matter of four or five hours when the federal budget comes out. Right, and the industry is already in a difficult situation. We're talking about, of course, inflation playing party pooper. We yep. have it affecting the cost of produce, cooking oil. When we talk about the liquor industry, we're talking about barley prices going up, packaging prices going up. So this tax hike is a huge blow in terms of the industry itself. So, what are we hoping for next? Well, I think that, um, like I said, the short term is that they back off on it, right, uh, and show some support for small business. Um, you know, what's sad about this tuna tax is that we have, and in, in British Columbia, we have some of the highest taxed. We are the highest tax uh, on alcohol in all of North America, so the government gets a lot of money in BC. I think they earn something like a billion and a half dollars on the sale of liquor. 
Now, a lot of that goes back into the healthcare system, so it goes to a good cause. But there gets a point at which, um, you know, what's at play here? I, you know, when you just keep putting the price of alcohol higher, and you don't know whether or not this is an intentional move to try to decrease consumption, uh, or whether it's just a naive move on the part of the federal government, they don't really understand the industry. It's hard to say, or they're just thirsty for money. So, you know, the best thing is is that we get a lower than six point three percent. And, you know, recognizing, and you're absolutely right, all of our input costs on labor, on rent, on food, no, lettuce. And we just can't keep putting this on. We do not want to get ourselves in a situation where you go to a restaurant and it's a $25 burger. That's not going to be happy for anybody because ultimately um, where who pays for this ultimately is our guests and the consumer that, you know, shops and liquor stores. So it's... Um, yeah, it's pretty naive, I think, in the part of the government, and it's pretty insensitive. Uh, Ian, you have the pulse of the industry. So has the inflation impacted how consumers come into restaurants and patronize them? Um, you know, we're seeing a few shifts. I mean, by and large, surprisingly, we still have this great urge to go out. And our job right now is to make sure that we, you know, we find those economic sweet spots. You know, we're finding people now are, I mean, the high-end restaurants are busy all the time. There's just a whole market there. But, you know, what we're seeing now is people are sharing food, you know, like share plates. Um, they're maybe having a glass of wine versus two glasses of wine. More inclination to maybe go to happy hours at this point. So there's always ways that we're trying to find uh, an economic equation for our guests to make sure that we don't scare them away. And we've been able to do that, certainly at the expense of, you know, the industry, which, you know, half the restaurants in British Columbia are not making any money, and they're still recovering from the pandemic. So we've got some, we have some things ahead of us that we're concerned about. Um, we're waiting to hear what the provincial government's going to do on minimum wage in British Columbia. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've asked them for a 3% increase uh, versus their thinking was over 6%. That's a real tough one for small business. And so, um, I guess at the end of the day, Natasha, we really, you know, really appreciate your listeners that continue to support us, and we'll continue to find those sweet spots to make sure that you know people still feel good about going out, and it doesn't become overly expensive, which is, which could be really disastrous for our industry as it recovers. It is a catch-22 situation for the industry when you're talking about labor shortage and, of course, the minimum wage issue as well. And when you talk about retailers, and for us, a penny hike on a 24-pack of beers doesn't seem much, but on the overall picture, it does impact the industry as a whole. It does, and I don't mean to minimize it. I don't want to scare people that they go, you know, can't afford, uh, you know, our our fun liquid, as you say, uh, every once in a while. But um, so... It is a tax that is applied at the point of manufacturing, so uh, so it's not applied. It's not like it's another six percent when you go check out. So it, it won't be as bad as it sounds. But I still think that you know governments should not be enforcing at the price of anything right now until we get inflation, you know, back down to acceptable levels in Canada. Well, before I let you go, Ian, just yesterday we did speak to Nate Sabine, who's the Director of Business Development at Blueprint, and we're talking about how Vancouver should be more of a fun city than a no-fun city. And this one is definitely going to be a dampener of sorts, so we wish you all the best, and let's hope that the budget is not too harsh on the industry. Uh, Thanks, Natasha. Always great to speak with you. Same year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.